Hoi hoi everyone, welcome back to what's basically our monthly podcast. <laughs> Just not crick pod on Twitter, Facebook, not Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTubes. Welcome back. It's welcome back from me, Matthew, and you, it's Jamie. It's Jamie. Hi. Hello. <laughs> have you been loving the start of the cricket season? I have been enjoying the little break I've taken from the cricket. <laughs> cricket never has a break cricket doesn't but I need it (laughs) honestly so this episode is I think going to be interesting one because of preparation (laughs) Um, two because I I've taken a semi break but also kept my head slightly in the crick world to see what's happening Um, but you know that's what a lot of people love this time because it is the first couple of weeks of the season um, both club and professionally, you have got all the other various franchises ongoing, um, and there's a lot going on on the field and off the field. So I'm going to start with our new feature. <laughs> Are you excited for this? I haven't run this past you. I mean, I'm intrigued. It's fine because I've not run things past you before, and it's all gone <laughs> perfectly well <laughs> when that's happened. So this is going to be a feature because we normally cover the cricket events briefly. So I thought I'll make it briefly. So this is called Quirk News. So it's like quick news, but it's Quirk News. It's going to be very quick. So I'm going to give you some headlines of cricket things that have happened since we've last been on, ish. I guess the last two weeks. Um, And then at the end of it, if you think any are interesting, we can talk about it. If none, we move on. Okay, you're putting a lot of faith in me remembering more than the last two. What I'll do is we go through, I'll put a ye next to ones you be like, oh, it's interesting. Okay, so topic number one, the 100, everyone's universally loved competition, is facing the axe. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Two, uh, Andrew Strauss is to leave the ECB role he's in in May. I mean, it should be interesting enough to talk about, but I don't think it warrants any more than that. Nah. He was was going to leave the role eventually, wasn't he? He wasn't long term. He's Next. done enough, I think. Done. Next. Um, Stuart Broad says, last Ashes series result is voided. I mean, I love it, but what more can you say? <laughs> I just love that it riles enough people up, like both English and Australian fans. I love it. I think oh, it's great. Sure. I love the implication that none of like any professional sport counts because of COVID, which yeah. is great because that means Liverpool didn't win the league. <laughs> yes. So I'm Absolutely. all down for that too. Thank you. <laughs> it's just so great. people just take that so personally i love it but um yeah i think it's all we need to be said um johnny bester returns cricket for yorkshire seconds last week yeah we can do a little bit about that i guess that yeah. can like roll into talking about england i guess oh if we want to talk could... about england spoilers maybe <laughs> no i want to talk about uh sri lanka um the ipl is still going <laughs> Yeah, he's back. Uh, IPL is still going uh, and Root. It's been about like a month and a half, I think now. It's still got like a half a month to go, probably more. Um, and yeah, Root still hasn't played the game. I mean, we'll save the IPL for our IPL special. IPL special. Yeah, cool. Um, Surrey are currently top of Division 1 and Durham are top of Division 2. Durham are very bad bally. Um, But yeah, it's been about three or four rounds of county championship now, I think. And that can kind of lead into stats, I guess. I get it. Yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Um, but leading on to county stuff, uh, Tom Price 
uh, scored a hundred at number nine and took a hat trick on the same day for Gloucestershire a couple of weeks ago after his side were forty five for seven when he came in. That's what. <laughs> I'll put a ye. <laughs> yeah, put a little mark as to come back to that. that... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll take long on that, but no, I, I purposely haven't told you about that so we could talk about it properly. Um, this is why you Ireland... don't watch cricket. So when you tell me stuff, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> um, Ireland posted uh, 492 in their second game against Sri Lanka and lost by an innings. Mm, maybe, maybe, maybe it's like yeah. I can tell you the spoilers of that now. Uh, Sri Lanka got like seven hundred odd for three. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, top I four mean, got like hundred. <laughs> yeah, Chris Silverwood is doing bits for Sri Lanka. I know he's done he, with Sri Lanka. He's won a trophy and he's smashing Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> He's living so yeah, Ireland. He's loving, yeah, they, they smashed Ireland 2 0 in that series. So I'm looking forward to that England Ireland game in June. Uh, and then finally, uh, the uh, Wicket Whippets had their first game rained off. I think there's loads to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, we went to the Waffle House instead, which was really good. I think mean, we can do a whole analysis on At that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, muffin time was. Muffin time. Fun. Mid up muffin time, yeah. Yeah, we played uh, no that uh, haunting DMCS yeah. game. That was fun as well. Or the yeah. cow game. Yeah, herd mentality, I, not spawn. I, yeah, I guess we've covered it, <laughs> but still, it was. Yeah. it's the best opening match we could have best yeah. hoped for. I think. <laughs> so stay tuned for our first game. Still not to happen. Um, but yeah, that's that was the first segment of quick news. <laughs> So we covered most things, and that way we can just get to the stuff we want to talk about. I think this feature is going to run and run. I mean, <laughs> if you say it's going to stick around, it's going to stick around. <laughs> I mean, my not crick segment has stuck around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's half of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. So our first topic of the discussion is the hundred. Have you seen the stuff about the hundred? I have seen the headline me bit. Yeah. That they're thinking of axing it because it's shit. <laughs> basically yeah so it came out middle of last week i think uh it was reported by george debell the cricketer and then the daily mail um unfortunately but then it's gone on to other news outlets since um but yeah the first um kind of breaking stuff on it was that discussions um have started about the tournament's format and whether the future is going to be long term um and um Sides to maybe consider altering it to a T20 competition, potentially an FA Cup style thing for the blast instead. So that the T20 blast comes a bit like an FA Cup, and then you have main franchise, not the hundred, but like an English Premier League instead, which would have the whole eighteen counties team teams um, with two divisions. I think is one of the things on the board. So. It's basically coming to that awkward conversation that's happened before the hundred, being like, "Well, we don't need you're going to have two T Twenty competitions p- potentially, um, but it might just be one. They might scrap the blast and just stick for English Premier League instead." Um, but yeah, it's all very much up in the air at the moment. 
there's not it's all about talks but it's been spoken about a lot by a lot of news outlets so i think there's definitely some weight to this it wouldn't happen for the next few years because i think contract wise they have at least until the bbc can show the games until 2025 mm. so probably won't be any changes until then um and bizarrely um i think they can't show t20s on terrestrial because terrestrial tv saying they don't have the time slots for it even though it's literally like 20 more balls um so lots to unpack and i think they've got some of their other deals and contracts till 2028 but from the sounds of it and the musings b that i don't think it's got legs <laughs> i am surprised that you think that who would have thought <laughs> that introducing a new white ball format instead of expanding on or improving yeah. upon the current white ball format which yeah people love which you have a very unique final like three matches for yeah into a format which is 20 balls left new rules with sponsors that are basically just junk food yeah with the format aimed at trying to get younger people yeah or interested and involved with cricket it's just it was just a mess from the start I'm yeah. surprised it's taken them this long to realize, ah, oh, it's not working out, is it? I think, yeah, I think that's potential. I think there's a new ECB chair. I, I think, apologies if anyone's going to dispute this in our comments, but I think they came in and they had previously, before they got the role a couple of years ago, spoke out against 100. So to me, it's not really a surprise if this is kind of like coming along. Um, but there's all loads of background nonsense to it because there's um, the Worcestershire chair who is an accountant, according to The Independent, a chartered accountant said that the hundreds made a £9 million loss for its first two seasons. Um, meanwhile, the ECB are saying it's actually turned a profit of £11.8 million. And I'm, I'd struggle to see how it's made that much for profit, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, first season being kind of sort of COVID-affected, second season did fine. But the, the fundamental thing, I think, is the ECB wanted the hundreds to be this new avenue this new kind of branch of cricket and you know other countries would then want to get involved and you'd have you know private investors from other countries you know india australia whatever being like we love this format this brand we want to buy the rights for it and we can use it on our countries so they're kind of similar how i'd say england kind of set the way for t20 cricket i i'd say in 2003 when they started a t20 cup and then you just see you know where we are now 20 years later and that's just kind of spiraled into nonsense um, I think they were hoping to be the newest kind of kid on the block, being like, look at this, look at this, this isn't, isn't this new and inventive, but um, I don't think really anyone else is really going to snatch at it. Um, I think it's also telling that they don't really get massive, massive stars, I would say, like comparatively to the IPL. Um, you know, you have quite a number, a lot of the time, because the schedule is so conflicted, even their high quality English players don't play in the hundred because you know they're concentrating more on um test matches or England duty. Um, you know, one of the reasons why they've kind of set August free, so they have to play in their umbrella competition. Um I think it's slightly different for the women's hundred. I think that has done great stuff for the game because there's been, you know, great stuff stuff in terms of pay, great stuff in terms of like big grounds and big players coming in, you know, pretty much all the Australia team playing a hundred, which is great for the development of those players. I think double headers are great. I think that's a great opportunity to have both men and women play at the same day. Um, you know, get other people into 
seeing women's cricket who might not normally. Um, but I struggle to find more positives than the negatives that outweigh it. And people like the hundred, sure. I don't, if you want to like it and you think it's good, sure. But I think you just have to see that the discourse that is brought about, which I don't really want to get involved in, but <laughs> I think the negatives do outweigh the positives in most regards. I mean, even with those, I'll put them in inverted quote, like even with those positives that you said with the double headers and growing yeah. the women's game, how would that not have been possible with T20? If you jazz that oh, up exactly. a bit more, there's nothing to stop them from having a, a women's game and a men's T20 game no. in the same day and from an afternoon into a day-night game. I'm not worried. Cricket already has three formats. The 100 is also basically going on at the same time as the one-day county cup, which damages yeah, yeah. that yeah. exponentially. Its quality in that cup is just nonsense now. There's no point in even running it if you have the I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's great to watch, but it's, it's, it's seconds, basically. That's yeah, how you've got to view it. Exactly. And if they were to want to like do an FA Cup-style sort of format, I would have said the one-day cup is the one to experiment yeah. you've got yeah. the blast in the county championship as your mainstay like draw of english cricket and then you've got this extra competition which can be a bit funky and like yeah. be that sort of palate cleanser to when you don't want to to when you're a bit burned out by t20s or yeah like third class matches so you can try and do like a round robin thing or a knockout thing or you can turn that into an english premier league sort of thing yeah yeah but instead you just like what no no we're not doing that 100 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it was always going to be flawed from the start i just don't the, the discourse around it i mean you, you have issues of obviously for example southwest you've got no representation in this tournament like if you're a young kid you know because somerset's a massive place for county cricket as is kind of gloucestershire um and your closest game would be there you'd have to go to like Cardiff, you know? And it's like, that's that's not, you haven't got a low, you haven't got the representation. So it's great that you're attracting younger audiences into the game. But by doing that, you're um, fractioning off, you know, Southwest from, you know, like Bristol down to Cornwall and you're stopping anyone above Yorkshire. So there's no Durham representation at all, you know? Um, it's, I, I understand the thought process of like, cheaper tickets big high profile events but at only eight grounds you know a country that has 18 counties and then eight two of your eight teams are in london it's like you're not you're not really reaching the you know uh, masses and you're kind of just pushing cricket further away from people which is surely not what you want so i mean a two division thing i think sounds best and in that way you can still have kind of a big division a or you know um the premier division, whatever of this two divisions. And then that can be the world of glitz and glam and stuff, whatever. And then you can kind of still have the second development stuff. I don't know. I think I think South divide would make a lot more sense. Yeah. But then you don't have like people from Durham traveling down to Somerset on a random Wednesday night, maybe. Yeah. So I think, have, yeah, you can keep fans in the Northern half of the country. Yeah. Like, relatively close together. So they're not spending so much money on yeah. traveling as long. The games and then yeah. when you get it to like quarters semi that's when you get a bit more of mix and 
Yeah. Kind of even just like hold it all on one day. Three yeah. semi-finals and a final. Have a little mascot race, maybe. I don't know. It's not like they've ever done that before. I think that could be <laughs> no, yeah. quite fun and innovative. Yeah. But I think I think it goes back to your earlier point when you're like blitz up the blast and stuff. I mean, say you can be like, thank you for the blast. You've done great. But, you know, the game has got to evolve because, you know, you can't say the T20 Blast is going to be around for like 40 years, you know. It's, it's. I don't think it's got that kind of longevity. It's a great little competition. But I think you can be like, okay, we'll have a couple more years of the T20 Blast. And then after that, it is going to get his revamp and it's going to be new and it's going to be a big franchise. Um, and then you can have the One Day Cup, for example, take place. I think this is one of the conversations being have had. You have the one day cup going on in April, May at the beginning of the year. So then you get more chance of having more first team players in that if they're not at the IPL. Um, and then have the normal T20 competition July, August, and then have that as a franchise and try to attract big players then. And you have the 18 counties involved. I think that makes more sense um, rather than trying to merge four competitions into one season as well as all the England stuff as well. Um, because it's just jading. I'm like, you know, England season started now, and I'm like, I don't feel anything. I normally should, <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's just been wall to wall cricket all the time, and like, why on earth should I care about the IPL going on at the moment? And then why should I care about the hundred? Why should I care about all this? Like, I'm trying to save myself to England and Test matches and stuff, but I'm just increasingly concerned that that's not going to be a pinnacle of the game in maybe five six years um i mean i think cricket is also a strange sport in that you don't get in from like a county level you get hooked mm. in from the national level like england yeah. becomes your main side before yeah, yeah. Uh, my nearest county is warwickshire or gloucestershire yeah. or whoever and like there's no way that really like people from great britain will attach themselves to an IPL team because no just don't have any emotional connection to them like maybe to a player from your county or yeah one that you particularly enjoyed watching for England but you don't get emotionally yeah. attached to that at all. not at all yeah and the fact that it takes up so much of the calendar you know it started what end of March and then it's still going on it's not going to enter the end of May it's like two months of solid cricket um, I think I thought, saw a stat the other day that it's been like something like 600 odd sixes, 650 sixes in this tournament. I'm like, I don't even care. Like, it's just too much. You, like, you, it's less is always more. But when you come from, say, for example, if you're an England player, you've played in the Pakistan Test Series, then you've gone to the South Africa franchise, then you've gone to the Bangladesh Premier League, then you've gone to the Pakistan PSL. And then you've gone into the IPL and then you're going straight into the county. It's just like, stop. <laughs> um, you know, if you're going to keep all these franchises, it's, I think it's a shame that there's not something like the Champions League that there used to be for T20. Um, that's where you could get people invested. So if Somerset won the English Premier League or, I don't know, the Southwest Dragons, I don't know, um, they won. And you can like, seeing them against, I don't know, Rajasthan Royals or, you know, Cape Town, whatever. I think that's a bit more interesting because then you've got different players in different countries playing almost like an international game. Yeah, like uh, I had a thought the other day that maybe they could do like an all-star game. Like it's a bit yeah. of an American concept, but I think it would work quite well with cricket. You could get a load of international stars that don't normally play together. Yeah. Just in a one-off game to be like, eh, I'll get have a bit yeah. of 
So maybe as make well. a, like a <laughs> inter format series from I do it. Yeah, I know. ODI and T twenty two. I I would take that over the IPL, I'll be perfectly honest. Like, um like as long as we keep the idea of a finals day around because I really like that. I mean it's unique, format. isn't it? Yeah, That's... exactly. Like even if it's not like uh, restricted to just men's team, I think you can have like an unders final, you can have the women's final and the men's final all in one day. Yeah. Then you're not, like... you could I mean you could potentially do a thing where I don't know, you have the two semi finals you could have the semi finals between I guess whoever finishes top or or wins their home semi final or has the most points, someone can automatically qualify to the finals. So they don't have to play two games potentially. And then you have the second and thirds go against each other. If you're doing a division instead of like semi finals, quarter finals, if you finish top, you're in the final and then second and third play each other to see who plays in that final. Again, that's how, that still would be four games on it if you're still two, two double headering a final day. It's a lot of games. Yeah, I think there might be like a touch of taking away a bit of meritocracy as well. Like if you've got mm. a top four to compete, yeah, like you might as well just do two semi-finals yeah. into a final. Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Unless you have like a finals day where you have the two final teams and then also a semi-finals day. I think it's it's just awkward. It's just tricky. Like I yeah, don't. I think if you introduce a semi-final day, that takes away the charm yeah, of the main the final day. Yeah. Like, I think you either keep the semi-finals in the final day, or you introduce the women's final alongside the men's final. Yeah. And then, like the hundred do but, now, they have the two finals on the same day, same venue. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Tricky. I don't think it's an easy fix. It's almost like they shouldn't have done the 100 in the first place and we wouldn't have this freaking problem. Um, but I, I think you just glitz up the blast and and also do that for the women's equivalent, which, the, the, I mean, the women's competition, T20 competition, was, wasn't as you know as successful as the 100 is. But you can't tell me that if they had done a new competition and thrown the same money and they've thrown the 100, that it wouldn't have done as well. Um, but yeah, I think we've covered that, sort of. <laughs> I think 100 is here to stay. Um, was there anything we said ye to? I think uh, talking about proper Red Bull cricket, am I right? Hello. <laughs> um, Johnny Bester returned to cricket for Yorkshire seconds. Um, you happy about that? I mean, it's good that he's getting some match fitness up. It doesn't really matter, in my opinion, how well he's playing. Yeah. Like it just I mean, getting I can give you the stats. Sure. Sure. Uh, he got 97 in the first um, innings off 88 balls. Um, and then he also got uh, 57 in the second innings. So in the runs. And, you know, he played against not seconds and they had people like Ollie Stone playing. So it wasn't like he was just batting against yeah. other general um, seconds. But it's it's good that he's played the whole game. Was he No keeping? fitness issues. He was not keeping. Okay. But I think... Mostly due to the fact that it's just get through the game first, yeah, I think. And I... then I'm pretty sure this week when Yorkshire play again, he is going to be keeping. I mm. think that. But he has said last week that that wasn't any kind of 
different request than it would be normally because mm. he would normally keep for Yorkshire. It's not really any difference, but obviously, you know, people are running with it being like Bairstow's requested to keep to get his place back for England. Right. Um, whatever you think of that, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but mo- most of all, it's just yay, Bairstow back. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. We've talked about it before. It's just the how you get Bairstow into the team. Yeah. At the minute question, the easiest route would be for him to get fitness back up by keeping in these first class games and then taking the gloves for England. It would be, but we will get on uh, to preview because that may be difficult. Um uh what was the other thing we said ye to? We said ye to uh little Tom Price for oh, Gloucestershire. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, let me get the stats up for you or the game for you. Um, so I follow this live because I thought it was haha funny. Um, because I think um, they started off, there was two or three ducks, I think. Oh, at the beginning, this is ringing let, kind of a bell. Like, yeah, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Uh, this is great podcasting as I scour the internet. Um, so uh, it did end up in a draw. Um, which is not a problem, but it's more about the vibes. So, yeah, they were eight for four at one stage. Um, there were two ducks in the top three. Marcus Harris at number uh, first back got only got one, and Hammond only got four. Um, but by the same time he came in, Tom Price, they were 45 for seven, um, and then went on to score 109, um, taking Gloucestershire up to... 231 <laughs> um which is basball-esque <laughs> it's just silly isn't it <laughs> yeah i get and he was run out which is a shame but yeah but um it's i think it's one of those occasions where you know it's it's all going wrong just throw caution to the wind um yeah so it was 109 of 98 balls so he had a go and did well um but then he then got a hat trick with the ball in the afternoon. <laughs> so I I don't think it's ever really been done before. This article saying Joe Denley did it once because of course he did a T Twenty game, but I think it's it's been a long time since it's happened. So it's they're all good. He got Azar Ali, former Pakistan yeah. bat, um, and then he got uh, Jack Haynes, and then Brett Oliveira, who's Worcester captain. Um, all caught by James Bracey, our favourite keeper. But what a game! <laughs> what or well, what a game for what a day for him. And then, like you know, any danger of anyone else doing anything? I, just silly. Yeah. <laughs> like you probably go in and thinking, yeah, I'm just gonna have a bit of fun. Yeah. And it can go one of two ways. Either you tee off really well, or you just follow in like the top orders. But yeah. <laughs> Duck out, but like when you do that, you don't really expect to get a fucking hundred. You're doing no, that expecting to get your side up to like from forty five odd to maybe eighty. Yeah, just 100%. to not be completely disrespected. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what's that's that's what's happening as it's happening. Like I think I remember saying something like, "Oh, because they let to the bat first, and then they were eight for four. I was like, "Good, good job, lads." And then I look back later, and then they get two hundred and thirty, and I was like, "Where?" <laughs> like, oh, 
but it's just mad. And like that, that's probably given him the confidence to get the hat trick. I don't know how many. Yeah, it's just one of, one of those. Like, I think it, yeah, mad. One of those days, isn't it? It's when everything's going your way, everything goes your way, and I think that's that's one of the good things about red ball cricket, isn't it? Like if you're forty five for seven in a T twenty. You, that's it. There's no coming back from that because you you know both players are gonna have to go at some to get anywhere respectable. Um, but Red Bull cricket, you can consolidate, take time, and come again. Um, you know, same with like the extreme. You know, the Headley Test match in 2019, where England were what 67 all out in the first innings, and then obviously won that game chasing 350 on. Like that's what's so good about Red Bull cricket. It you can just the narrative just changes dramatically, and can change dramatically, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. His first ever hundred as well. His previous best was seventy-one. So, get good way to get your first maiden. And um, he's the fifteenth player in first-class cricket history to make that hundred. So he's in quite a unique club in all of first-class cricket history to do that feat, which is mad. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> cricket is just dumb. <laughs> uh, we're going to change our pod title to that. It's just it's just done cricket. cricket. <laughs> right. So the other thing we had ye on our list was about um some county cricket stuff. Because that's gonna lead into England cricket stuff. Um so currently, yeah, Surrey are top of division one and Durham are top of division two. Um let me just quickly bring up the the stats. What I would say is a good standout so far, which makes test match discussion interesting um in division one especially i think one two three four six of the top uh in the top six um run scorers tops the top run scorers so far the top six three of them no four of them are opening bats um which i think makes the opening discussion interesting so i would say obviously duckett is nailed on i would say for ashes um but i'll give you who's leading the run scores are you excited about that i am I'm, yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> so, uh, currently top of Division One, we played three matches. Potentially injured though, so this could be a curveball. Um, Keaton Jennings, um, three matches, three hundred seventy-eight runs, highest hundred eighty-nine, average of ninety-four. Um, pretty good. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll do a discussion, I guess, at the end. Um, second, Ben Compton of Kent, uh, four matches, three hundred seventy-seven runs, highest hundred fourteen, average of sixty-two. Uh, obviously had a very, very good season last year as well and has been playing across the winter, which is quite unheard of, I think, for English county players. He went to, I think, might have been Zimbabwe and played domestically over there, um, which I think you should do as a county cricketer, yeah, I think. like If you really want to push your case, I would say try and play all year round. I mean, it's, it's awkward. I never really see any players go to Australia. I don't know if there's a reason they're not allowed to for like their domestically but you know you have them come to england all the time i mean if um, they're gonna go out and play cricket in winter it's usually to play white ball stuff isn't it yeah exactly yeah so i think it's it's such a difference for someone like ben compton to go play red ball cricket and continue have this basically never-ending good form and then you know should he ever get called up he's ready um number three which is good to see is duckett uh so Three matches, 349 runs, highest 177, average of 58. Uh, let me just check. Um, strike rate is 72 as well. So that's kind of everything you want. Um, then you've got to drop down a couple of places, but I will shout out Sam Hain of Warwickshire. He's middle order, 
um, averaging 99 after his three games. Um, I think he definitely deserves a go for England. But yeah, just he's he's kind of one of these like I don't know James Hildreth, if you vaguely remember James Hildreth. I know the name. <laughs> yeah, like a very very good county player, but for whatever reason never got gets a chance at international. Well, yeah, um, and like middle order for England at the minute is just jam packed, too impossible to yeah. Get, like you're trying to find a way to yeah. get Johnny back in. Like, exactly yeah but I, I would say 50 over cricket or t20 i think he could easily do a job but you know yeah. it's just the heights of riches in english cricket at the moment it's just so difficult but if he did get a chance one day i think it's been fully deserved um but then number six we have mr zach crawley um so four matches uh 287 runs highest 170 um average of 41 strike rate of 70 um however <laughs> Um, obviously he's got a lovely 170 in there but his scores around that have been um, I'll go from the start of the season he got 91 good start 3 naught, 12 170 11 naught. so if you wanted a a season to really I think that sums up describe that cruelly in general yeah. like, he's got a yeah, massive score in him but he mostly scores nothing yeah um, especially two ducks as well, and then getting out those kind of similar ways. Um, it's frustrating, <laughs> um, but I think that's showing you exactly what you're going to get, and not much has changed. Um, so taking that into account, it's only three or four games, but there's only going to be just over a month until that first test. Um, T20 Blast cricket is going to start fairly soon in May, I think. So there's probably only going to be a couple more rounds, I'd guess, of Red Bull. I'm saying that off my head. I could be completely wrong, but that sounds a bright right to me. Um, would you, if you were England selector or Ben Stokes or Baz McCullum, would you really take much of account of that at, at this stage? Would you be looking and be like, is there anyone there that could do a job instead? I will also quickly mention that Alex Lees is averaging 40 in Division 2, but with no hundreds, but going at about 75 strike rate. Um, I mean, it's always difficult to judge after so few games in the season, but with Duckett and Crawley, at least you've got their previous test matches to mm -hmm. judge on. You've got Compton's stuff in Zim to judge on. And they'll know enough about Keaton Jennings yeah. as well. Yeah. I think I don't think Crawley should be opening anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's time for him to get a maybe not drop, but for someone else to have a chance yeah. instead. Um, Jennings might be a decent replacement. We don't have many left-handers in the top order up until. Stokes, so yeah. might be good. Like if one of them gets out, we've all then got the right-left combination to come in, rather than like just having a load of right-handers. Yeah, duck it with to get out instead of Crawley. Um, I mean, I yeah, I either Jennings or Compton, just put them in for a for the start, yeah. like. I think, I think it's no... had enough chances and he's not really nailed his place down. I think Duckett's done more than Crawley yeah. in less time to 
I think, yeah, I, I think it's no discredit to Crawley to say, like, to have a season back at Kent. You know, there's something like, you know, Hamid, which I'm surprised he wasn't in the top six, actually. Let me just quickly consult my list. Um, okay, he's not in the greats. I mean, he's had three games, um, average of 36, highest of 65, but he has batted very well with Duckett. Um, they put on a couple of big hundred opening partnerships together. I think they complement each other well. I mean, that um, could be another positive in Hamid's case. They, they play yeah. together all the time. They know each other. Yeah. Well, I do think there's a player in Hamid, but I think he's had a bit of the Crawleys about him when he's played for yeah. England, but like maybe yeah. the familiarity. Yeah, and I think, you know, having a couple of, yeah, a couple of seasons in the county championship for both Hamid and Crawley, I don't think is a bad thing. Because um, then you, at international cricket, you just don't have a chance to learn your game or develop your game. you just got to adapt all the time against the best players in the world. Um, and all players have had times out the side. Um, you know, Root was dropped after the 2013 Ashes, 2013-2014 Ashes, and you, you look at him now. Um, so I don't think it's a bad thing. Every player goes through it. Um, I think there's definitely a world-class player in um, Crawley. Um, but I think you just want that stability. Um, Compton, meanwhile, his most recent statos, um, I've only got his recent five because that's only what Crick Info has given me. But um, so his he played a game in January the Mountaineers versus the Eagles, you know, that big grudge match. Yeah, um, got, yeah. yeah, 105 there. Um, first game of the season here, 25, 114, not out, 14, 88, 46, 52, 38. So he's always consistently scoring. Um, he is a bit old school, I would say. Um, he isn't going to be your traditional basketball smasher. Um, I think more likely a Kawaja, I would say if I was to compare. But, you know, Lees, I think, was originally quite of a blocker and then suddenly plays Thunderbrick on him and he's just smashing it. So, I don't know. It might be a good counter. but um, I don't think that's a bad thing to have in this no. side either. Like, no. You can only go so hard so much of the time. You need some people to like, yeah. fit in if it's yeah. shit. Like, we know Stokes can do that. We know Root can do that. Yeah. I'm sure Brooke can do that. He's not done yet because he hasn't needed to. But it'll be good to have yeah. some sort of counterbalance. Yeah. That's otherwise going mad and one bloke at the other end. Yeah. All together. <laughs> like almost trot like, but a bit more positive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's he's also um uh cousin of Nick Compton, who previously played for England, so and grand um grandson of Dennis Compton. So, you know, it's it's in the family. It's not as well. Yeah, my yeah. And he was born in South Africa, so he's guaranteed to get 100 in that first game. <laughs> um, but I think it's, I would say it's time for Compton, especially if there's question marks around Jennings's injury, because um, he was just batting so well. I mean, I've not been a massive Jennings fan, but I think the way he was going, I really wouldn't have been surprised if he was just gone straight back into the mould. He was in the squads over the winter. Um, I think he probably could have come in but I would say Compton's time is now, I would say. Best time is any. You don't want to pick him too late. Um, but then they might go Bearstow. Um, because because um, Ben Folks, um, he had one game off injured, but the other two he's played, he is currently averaging 109. Um, so he has uh, 100, 150, but um, that first game I think he played this year, 
um he basically took Surrey from a precarious situation and then helped them to win the game effectively um and he's keeping very well as well so you know if he keeps churning out runs it's going to be very difficult to say thanks Ben but you're in the form of your life but nah it's going to be very tricky yeah I mean it's a good problem to have but it? it is yeah I I know I'm also sure someone is going to get injured because mm-hmm. <laughs> at the moment Stokes isn't even playing in the IPL because he's injured so <laughs> is he going to be fit for the ashes he keeps saying he is, but I, I ain't seeing him playing. <laughs> uh, um, I, I would trust Stokes. Well, maybe not to be fair, but I trust him to play. Yeah. To be selected. But it's, my, it's five games back to back. I'm getting kind of weird flashes of like Flint off in 2009, but by the end of the last test, he's not going to be able to walk. <laughs> so I think that's that's going to be... We'll see. Um but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play all four. Mm. Um, I think his knee is a lot worse than he's letting on. Um, he said he wasn't going to bowl, and then he bowled one over in the IPL, and now he's been injured for the last two weeks. So <laughs> it's almost like he shouldn't have gone to the IPL and just had a couple of months, just get fit, and then don't worry about getting match fit for a T20 game no one cares about. Just take a couple of months. You've, I think you've earned it. Doesn't matter. I mean, he's never done that in, during the hundred, have he? Right. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I just, I'm a bit surprised he's not come back. Um, like Woods recently left the IPL, and he was having a great IPL. Um, because mm-hmm. he had the birth of his child. Um, and he's going to miss the second half, which is makes sense. Someone like Root, I know they're getting paid a lot, but Root's not going to play a game. Hundred percent, he's not going to play a game. So what's he there for? <laughs> like. You've got like so many players like Kane Williamson got injured fielding in the outfield in the first game like a month ago and he's out of the World Cup. Um, but you've got Root who's match fit and he's not doing anything. What's the point? <laughs> it's just like, I, yeah, rubbish. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's mainly the big takeaway, I think, because you know, you've got a lot of people getting runs and doing bits and stuff, but Pope's averaging 68. He's doing well. Um but I think it's just quite interesting that four of the top six bats are opening bats and potential England opening bats. And I think that's good a, to see. Yeah, bit of a wild card, spontaneous idea I've just had. But if Stokes mm. were to not be fit for the Ashes, would it be too mad to go to Sam Curran and say, do you want to get him? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think he could play. I mean, he'd, I mean... Basically, go just vibes. like for like, yeah. Plot, just tell Sam to bat freely and yeah. bowl when you need it. I wouldn't be like, surprised. Yeah, it's like it's more like for like than say wokes. Um, or like Livo. Or li- I just <laughs> I won't pull it past Baz because you don't have the question of who captains. So Pope has captained in all their other warm up games. So I imagine it would be Pope. But I would go broad. I would be like, I would just go vibes. Like, I I think Pope will be captain one day. But I think if it was to be like, Stokes is out of the ashes, Pope you captain. I think that's quite a lot to deal with. I think the issue with going broad or Jimmy captain is yeah. they go up out and just do that straight away. <laughs> <laughs> You'd lose your abuse in the first over. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and that, yeah, you've got to have 
not broad or <laughs> so someone can tell them we're not reviewing this. He would open the batting, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, he Nighthawk at number three. Yeah. <laughs> like Crawley would get out and Crawley would be like, oh, <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess it would be Pope, but yeah, I, I, I want to see the chaos that would unfurl if it was broad. <laughs> Uh, especially what will be probably his last ashes well it will be his last ashes I'm fairly confident but probably his last summer I'm going to say tentatively um, but yeah I think that's I think it's just good for an England perspective to see that openers are in the runs it's normally you can't even find an opener but to have people really fighting for that space is exactly what you want um, especially the early part of the year um, let me have a look at other stats um, wickets. Who's getting the wickets? Oh, one other thing. Um, division. I'm really looking at division two. I know it's probably churlish of me <laughs> to only look at division one. Um, but one name stands out there. Well, I guess two. There's Ollie Robinson, who used to be keeper at Kent, has gone to Durham, is now averaging fifty in that, which I think he could be a good replacement down the line for a next England's next keeper. Um, but someone who is very much in the runs. Um. Three matches averaging 54, a highest of 90, strike rate of 71, is Mr. Ryan Ahmed. Um, he's doing great. He's, he's batting at seven, I think, this season. Um, he's got a few wickets. He's not like set the world light bowling-wise, but batting-wise, he's kind of really, really shown what he could potentially be. Um, and I'm just really glad he's getting the opportunity to do that. He's got six wickets so far this season for a leg spinner in early season. It's, it's all right. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, but oh, the bowling will come as well. He's still exactly, yeah, still developing. Like, if there's anything you can learn from Jimmy Anderson, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, you'll just get better and better. Yeah, like if you um, put the work in, if you do some yoga and all that. Oh yeah, exactly. He's fine. <laughs> if he's got the right mentality, then yeah, I I think he... I just stick him in now, man. <laughs> I don't see why not. Um, but he's got scores of 85 and 90 this year. Um, I think most people have seen his little kind of flamingo-ish shot to get to 50 in his recent week. Um, I mean, he's got a lot of flair and I think he knows. I think it's great. So um, I would also stick him in. I think they're probably going to go Leach, um, but I would say that Leach's figures um, averaging 45 of the ball so far this season isn't really holding him in good stead going at 4.3 and over. Um <laughs> I mean, whenever we say something about Leach, he always has a You're massive a performance it, next game. Yeah. Like... <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of kind of the kind of bowlers you'd expect at county cricket being well. So you've got Mohamed Abbas, Lewis Gregory, Tim Murta, Toby Roden Jones, Kemar Roach, um, Porter, all these kind of players, Rushworth, you would always expect to kind of doing well. Jimmy's there, thereabouts. He's got 11 wickets and average of 20, because of course he has. <laughs> Uh, Broad's got nine at twenty-two. Um, you know, it's there's not. I wouldn't say a lot to talk about in terms of bowling because I think bowling is kind of set for England. Like they don't really need to look much further than what they've got at the moment. It's going to be Anson, Broad, Robinson, Wood, Archer if he's fit enough. Yeah. Um, Stone, probably Wokes, probably Curran. I think you know who you're going to be going with. What you've got. Um, Maybe Mahmood as like a very Zakib, yeah, definitely. Who's back fit now, which is exactly perfect what you really want to see. Um Matt Parkinson's an interesting one. 
um, because he played the first game for Lancashire, got a Fifer um, on a very flat pitch, but then didn't play the next two games. Then went on loan to Durham in their last game. Um, I'm not really sure what's happening with Matt Parkinson. I don't know if he's upset someone or people just don't, teams aren't wanting to play him. Um, but ever since he had that, he came on concussion substitute in that test match last year. It's almost like, almost for like no fault of his own. He's he's not got any opportunities since. Like he um, didn't even play that badly, did he? No, he got a wicket. He did all right. He did he did what he could after driving down on the day before and then suddenly playing a test match. Um, I just don't really understand what's happened with that. People were just saying he bowls too slow, but like he gets wickets all the time. So I don't really understand what's happened. But more news as and when that comes. <laughs> um, uh, Wokes is about bowling as well after a long injury layoff. Um, so yeah, lots of just what you'd expect bowling wise. Um, in terms of Division Two batting, we mentioned Rayan. Uh, Pajara is just smashing it for Sussex as he always does. Like I said, Lees is batting very well for Durham, but with no kind of big score yet. Uh, Ollie Robinson mentioned. So there's a lot going on. And I think the people who need to be getting runs are getting runs. Mm-hmm. And I think it's all we're looking at at a county perspective now is who's who's can get runs open in the batting. And I think the main people at the top of that conversation, so Jennings, Compton, Crawley, Duckett, are the ones to be talking about anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a positive that England are a settled side. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of two of the openers are middle order for the most part, like give or take one. Yeah. And then three out, like, yeah, three bowlers more or less nailed on yeah. with one last spot for a bit of rotation, horticle sort of thing, which is yeah. what it should be. Like, England for so long have been changing players every game they've been moving up and down the order but to have the settled team and to just like tinker with it minorly as and when you need to is the right way to go about it and they've got players performing at county level that they can just slot in and be confident that the players already in the squad are gonna hold their own yeah exactly and i think they are confident enough to throw in people from county level. Like you look at how well Matt Potts did last summer um, from no one really knowing about him. And then Stokes played him at Durham being like, you get your go because you've just got wickets galore at county. And then he does the job. He got another five for this week for Durham and stuff like that. So it wouldn't surprise me to see Compton or if Jennings gets fit enough to be you're getting runs, you can come in that if if you're not, if you, if you're not looking at county championship for informed players, over a test match summer, then what's the point of it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, interesting times abound, but I would agree that probably time is up for Crawley, but also wouldn't be surprised if he plays. Yeah. Um, but bowling, I'd say, settled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think Stokes's injury is more concerning that he's letting on. Um, Archer also had to have some minor surgery on his elbow a couple of weeks ago, so whether or not he'd be fit enough to play Red Bull cricket this summer is also questionable. Um, but I think England still have enough resources if Arch is not fit. Stokes not being fit is more of a... <laughs> um, no, it's fine. Sammy Curran's going to come in and... Sammy Curran. <laughs> it's going to be like Stokes never left. I mean, out for for space faster just to easily slot, it, slot in and then Root just has to bowl his offies. But would it not be more efficient to have the all-rounder? Well, yes. 
<laughs> like it would make sense for Besto to come in batting wise, but I'm yeah. also I've sold myself on the idea of Curran. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's it's odd that Curran's not played a lot of Test match cricket recently. I think probably last one he played was maybe twenty twenty. I'm gonna say maybe. Um, I think he might have got injured. I don't know, but he's the kind of player you just think you could throw in and you'll do a job, especially in England. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our vague county chat and test match preview thing. <laughs> I think next episode we'll try and do a team for the island game because I think the island team will look very different to the Ashes team. I think oh. they'll rest a lot. Oh, that'll be fun. Like, yeah, basically Who a can... team to. Yeah. I think so, because what's the point? Because if you're going to be playing five back-to-back test matches against Australia straight away afterwards, are you really going to risk Anson and Broad in a four-day Ireland game? I don't think so. I wouldn't. Re- I don't think... I've Stokes is going to come back for it, for whether he really fit for it. I'm also doubtful. Um, and then that gives you the opportunity to play like Bairstow, Brook and folks in the same team mm-hmm. and see, shoot out who does best. Um, because since it's hundred in the IPL, Brooks not done a lot. He didn't do a lot before. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, and who knows how Root's going to play, having not played any cricket. Um, but yeah, any more for any more for yourself on that? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think the positions up for grabs in the team are pretty obvious and are likely not going to be taken by new people. <laughs> No, probably but then not. Again, like, I mean, it's still exciting for as an England fan. Yeah. Because the majority of the team is playing well and the majority of the team is settled. Yeah. If we're going to beat Australia in an Ashes, it's going to be this Ashes. I think so. I think it's going to be a great series. I think um, this team could take an Australia in Australia as well. I'd say no reason why not. I don't think they'd be daunted at all. I think they no, get up for the crowd, especially with McCullum and Stoke leading. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think yeah. Last last series, like kind of like Broadstead, it's like such a cafuddled like way Don't of count. thinking. Don't count. Doesn't count. Don't count. <laughs> it, but you, I mean, you do read about the conditions they were living in and having to play professional sport in and stuff. It's just like it's a byproduct of the time, obviously. But yeah, it's that was a mess of a time. But it's almost like it's a necessary loss in order to pave way for McCullum and Stokes to come in. I mean, um, there's a good chance that they lose the Series 4-0 with or without the COVID restrictions. Yeah, because that, that, that team at that time was unstable. Like, they had just had the Series against India at home where they won one, but then were dreadful in two. Um, yeah, it's... I wouldn't be... You know, you had Burns and Amid opening after only playing two games together. You drafted Milan back, but yeah, that's old. That's old chat. <laughs> we're past that. We're past all the psychological trauma yep. of that Ashes series. Yeah, Sam Cameron's um, coming in. <laughs> here he comes. He's going to be flying especially. But yeah, Stop I don't... returning, taking over the captaincy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe right. he's got to play a Red Bull game first. Um, but yeah, my bold prediction, which I think is quite obvious, is not going to be any draws in this Ashes. I'd be shocked if there were. Yeah, I mean, a three-two would be. Are really exciting. I just want to see an England 5-0. I've had enough of Australia ones. <laughs> just one for us, please. <laughs> I think 4-1 England is my bold prediction. 
I'll go four nil. I think and gonna, I think yeah, I think one's gonna be rained off. There's always okay. one rained off. Yeah, always. <laughs> cool. Right. I think that's all my cricket I've exhausted out. Um have you got any cricket that's not? I have got cricket that's not cricket. <laughs> <laughs> uh rather like my Sam Curran's suggestion, I thought of this like off the top of my head about five minutes before. Good. That's fine by me. We came on. Um I had something else planned, but I thought ah. that was real. Oh, we're talking about stupid hundred and stuff so i'm sure everyone will be familiar with the game mr and mrs <laughs> absolutely know it well yeah so i thought that we could just have a few rounds of it like i found a question generator okay uh, yeah just for a like quick yeah thing. sure yeah yeah <laughs> Are they? They're not. They're going to be not cricket related. Of course they're not. This is not <laughs> cricket. Okay, fine. Like if you ever feel like you want. Oh yeah, I'll be yeah. If if it's cricket related, if it just so happens to be cricket related, it'll come out then. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> oh goodness! Right. Need some help. I need some help. You need some help. <laughs> it says need some help. Hit the button below. <laughs> oh, we all need some help. All right, you're, so how we... Okay, guess so, we'll generate the question. Let's see what happens. Yeah, so... Suitable for either the bride or groom. <laughs> uh, but that's yeah, like I, saying as if you're going to be doing this at a wedding. Who's doing this at a wedding? Like, it says I, for the I, Mr. I, and Mrs. game. This is... Like, I could not find any that weren't for hen parties. <laughs> I thought it was a game show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, that's what, yeah. So I guess okay. I'll be in the chamber for the first one. And, okay. And bearing in mind, one of the questions <laughs> I tested out earlier was who is horniest most often? So. <laughs> Classic. Okay. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Who is, oh. is her icon or do they? Admire the most. So is this for me? Uh, I'll go in the chamber first and think of it. Are you thinking of one? And you're the one. Who do I admire the most? Yeah. I've got like a guess. But I I don't want to like guess one and give you an answer. I've got an answer. I've I've locked in. Okay. I don't know. I was going to say someone like Alex Ferguson or something. Yeah. I'll go. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, we are true pride and grit. Right. Um, are you going to do for what for me? Yeah, we'll, we'll alternate. Why not? I don't know. Um, oh, oh, most... oh, yeah, okay. I thought I was going to generate a question. Oh, I think go to and forth. I bet yeah, I've, yeah, I've, got sure. to, I've got to try and get an answer first. <laughs> um... Oh, who do I admire most? Because I got, I guess I got several people I like a lot. Do I admire them? I don't even know where to start. To be honest, I don't. Oh, I, do I? I? I've got a guess, but it's wrong. I don't think. Give me a guess. Have you got an answer? 
I've kind of got two. All right. But, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll just say Strauss. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I mean, yeah, he's probably I... my favorite player to watch. I mean, uh, mine was fitting between probably Jimmy um, uh, or... Um, Hayley Williams, who's lead singer of Paramore. Those would be my two I was splitting at. But yeah. you, you, let's say Jimmy, and then that way you're kind of close. No, I'm disappointed I didn't say Jimmy. <laughs> oh. Mr. Mr. If you had the chance to design a house, who would do it better? Right, I'll go in the chamber for this. Okay. So you're we have to match. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm locking in. Okay, I'll lock in. Who are you gonna say? I would have said you because I don't know where to fucking begin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I mean you don't own but you have your own home so yeah so. yeah <laughs> but i was thinking that yeah i guess like yeah i yeah i mean fair <laughs> i was kind of <laughs> oh this is so stupid i love it oh gosh what is the one job that he is not allowed to touch to touch i don't understand the question i guess it's a job that you shouldn't do cool do you want to do this pod related? <laughs> Research. <laughs> I've got an answer for you. I guess it's like normal. But I, I don't think we're going to get the same ones. Oh, you've got a normal. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. It's just throwing me off with the. Job. I'm saying uh, a job that you, you, I guess you're not qualified or shouldn't do or would not be good for you to do. Uh. Okay, but this I've could got... be anything. It's so I... obscure. I know. It's... This is why I was like, just... <laughs> the like, first one went well. We should have finished off the first one. Right? But this this is really in capturing the chaos of Mr. and Mrs. Okay, yeah, it is. Cool. Okay. Uh, my answer is pod-related for you, for me. Oh, God. Uh... I've got one not pod-related for you, so you want pod... Right. Okay, uh, no, fuck it, do non-pod. Uh, I've got an answer, sure, go. I said, like, lifeguard, <laughs> because you can't go swimming because of your eyes. <laughs> I mean, I could. I'd just have to, like, take my lens out very... <laughs> yeah, stop, like, stop drowning a, a second. Case. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> Wait. And then I'm, like, basically blind double vision. I was yeah. <laughs> uh, stop no, I... screaming. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you have stopped screaming. Oh, oh right. okay, put it back in. <laughs> I guess I see what's happening again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, no, I was thinking surgeon. Yeah, probably. That's probably. Yeah. I'm not qualified. Uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> and also, would probably not be able to see. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. I think we're not good enough for those. <laughs> I would like to suggest generating a new question because that question fucks me off. <laughs> yes. I will just fine. go into you doing the chamber. Who? <laughs> I yeah I've got my answer ready again uh, I don't know I'll say you I don't do oh. any DIY I was going to say you again oh. because you have I don't make oh. anything I mean 
I was assuming it meant more like fixing stuff. I mean, I yeah, not a lot. I don't know. <laughs> oh. oh gosh. Okay, we'll do like two more because this two is more. Stupid. Who is best at keeping secrets? Oh, I have got my answer. I've got an answer. Okay. Reveal. I was going to say you. I was going to say me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're meant to be. Don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> the bride and groom. Who wears the trousers in the relationship? <laughs> 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 uh, oh, dear. Is this podcast relationship? I mean, if it's podcast relationship, I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Because using this episode as, like, as an example... <laughs> one of us has put research in, and one of us has like just spontaneously thought of doing a Mister and Mrs. <laughs> okay, so it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Uh, okay, one more because one more. I, one why more. not? Because why not? Uh, I've got my answer. I've got my answer. No. Also, no. Wow. Who would have thought? Uh, do you That's want to cool. do one more? Or do you want one to... more. See if, see if we can find one more. This is whatever it is, it is. It's the last one. Okay. We've oh. had <laughs> You've had trousers. What year did you get? <laughs> so I guess, well, what year did we meet and start chatting, I guess? Oh, gosh. Um... I guess we came we became official friends, I suppose would be the <laughs> um gosh. Uh, do you wanna say like the year in school? Because I don't remember yeah. what Oh what the what year, actual year it was. Two thousand Okay, I've got a year. I've yeah, I've got a year. Go. Do you wanna go first? Me? Uh yeah, you I was, go. Okay. I was gonna say Two thousand and oh, not that year, not that year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Was that year nine or year ten? I was going to say year ten. I think oh. we're basically Mister and Mister. I think, yeah. <laughs> we agree. yeah, that's about yeah, year, nine, year yeah. ten. Yeah, this is about how then. Good relationships work. <laughs> wow. Ah, Mister and Missus. Yeah, meant to be. We got quite a few together. I'm quite happy about Alex Ferguson. Yeah, we started off on the right foot, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should have finished it there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I think that does draw us to an end today. Yeah. Uh, shout out to viewers if you can think of anything for us to do in the not segment. Yeah. If you've got any not cricket you want us to do, let us know. We'll happily we'll do we'll do anything. We've done <laughs> Mister and Mrs. Now. We'll literally do anything. Yeah. Oh gosh, but to ask us, you'll need to find us on our social media platforms, which are Oh, at just not Crick pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, nowhere else. Nowhere else. We're not That's on it. like Snapchat or Spotify. Yeah, we got yeah, Spotify. We got the Spotify. Yeah. Um shout out to our um hashtag CrickTok. <laughs> We jumped up from what 130 followers last week. We're now on 224. Um, we had a good time <laughs> on the TikToks. It's always growing. It is always growing. We did. A, I did a silly John Cena meme, which was trending. 
um, and that got uh, 1077 likes so i don't know what to do with that information um <laughs> i saw that i didn't understand it no <laughs> i'm glad i don't do the socials 1077 um well if you want to listen to the podcast as well that'd be great um we'll probably be back in a month <laughs> maybe before who knows but um just keep cricking <laughs> that's not gonna end off oh, all right okay fine just keep uh, cricking yeah just uh, yeah just keep cricking i guess that's how we <laughs> sign off now <laughs>